Hey there, pod pals. Are you a print-on-demand creator looking to stay ahead of the curve? You want to know exactly when to launch your designs for every key season and event? How about a chuckle with an extra dad joke to brighten your day? If you said yes to any of these, then it's time to join the print-on-demand cast VIP list. As a VIP, you'll get our free annual design calendar, an amazing guide to help you time your creations perfectly throughout the year. And of course, we'll include a bonus dad joke each week as well. Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side. Radical! Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Print On Demand cast, and you're thinking to yourself, where's the lights? Why does it look so different? All that to come. Much, all of the explanations you're looking for are coming, but first, Travis, happy Monday night, man. How's it going? How's your day? How's things? I have to pretend like I haven't seen you and you're not just behind that door. (laughs) Things are good. Um, Yeah, it was uh, another Monday, had a meeting with you and our ops uh operations manager amy this morning about sales and like what does that mean and you know all of those fun things this morning and um did another quote for one of our local clients and i know you did a bunch of quotes and talked to a bunch of people and yeah it's just another day at make your mark design uh had a good weekend though um, had a lot of fun. Went to uh, on a date night with my lovely wife. We went to this really cool um, Van Gogh immersive thing down in Denver. Oh, how was that? I've heard. It I've was heard very about, cool. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's basically um, kind of a forty-five minute thing that they do on a loop, but it's in this room that the projectors are all intertwined and it's all around you and on the floor wow. and everything, and you're just like kind of looking all around and. It was really cool. And she's, she's been um, getting into painting a lot lately. And so she was really um, excited about uh, just, she's heard a lot. She's been listening to a lot of podcasts and has heard a lot about Van Gogh and, you know, all of that stuff. And so for her to, it was, it was definitely, I got, I got husband kudos, you know, for uh, buying those tickets for her. And we, we went out and had a nice dinner. And then afterwards we went out and um, had some, like chocolate fondue dessert and uh some drinks and um it was a fun night yeah how was your weekend it was good uh not not a lot eventful that i can think of didn't do a whole lot this weekend should be a little bit more uh eventful uh have some family coming into town um Mm -hmm. that'll be staying with us and so it's always good to see my nephew and his cousins his cousin is coming for his third tattoo session and keep in mind that the first two were 15 hours long. So this kid is, he's getting a cover up tattoo done, which is part of the reason why it's taking so long. Cause his old work was really 
uh, dark and like really mm-hmm. dense, like closely close together and it's just really dark. And so when you're doing a cover up, you have to, the only way you can cover up dark is with more black ink and you have <laughs> to make it bigger. So he started with a tattoo that's probably a little less than mine. So it's probably from like from here to here, maybe on his arm. Mm-hmm. And now it is all the way up his arm. So he has like an entire sleeve that started as a cover up and has wow. morphed into a sleeve. So he's hopefully, he hopes, getting his third and final session uh, this this next weekend. And my nephew will come with him and we'll hang out and uh, going to see John Mayer on Sunday. So that'll be exciting. As, I know. As am I. Too. Yeah. Uh, so we will both be at the John Mayer concert in Denver which would be exciting. And uh, Sunday morning is my first Sunday on um, the worship team at the church that I'm going to, or have been going to. So cool. it's going to be a very busy day Sunday. I'm going to be exhausted because I got to get there at <laughs> by six 30 in the morning. And the oh. John Mayer concert will not be over <laughs> until probably 1130 <laughs> or something like that. So um, that's just the nature of the beast. So looking forward to this weekend, last weekend was just a lot of, I door dashed a lot, which was, yeah, which I enjoyed. Um, let's just listen to a podcast and drive. But there's some interesting. Yeah. I was telling Amy this morning, your ops manager, there was one person that told me to hand it to them in person, but then in all capital letters made a note that they just wanted contactless delivery. And those two <laughs> things obviously do not coincide with each other. So I text this person and said, Are you wanting me to knock on your door? Do you want to live on your doorstep? Because DoorDash has like, if you, if they do want to live on the door, they have to take a photo at their door and it mm-hmm. sends it to the customer or whatever. So I'm like, what do I need to do? And uh, she was like, leave it on the milk crate. Take two <laughs> steps back and wait until the ring doorbell chimes. Then you can go and I will come get my food. And I was like, How? this isn't a drug drop. Like, it's like I'm dropping <laughs> ransom money. It's a McDonald's double cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't understand the national security levels that I'm having to go through here. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's always interesting. So yeah, otherwise, man, it was a good weekend. So yeah, um, yeah, cool. For this episode, so we'll get into what the main event is. But first, of course, we can't not have a weekly dad joke. Time for the weekly dad joke. All right, Travis. The other day, someone asked me. Uh, we were, I don't know what we, what we were talking about, but for for some reason, it came up in conversation, and it was like a, a trivia thing. Like, hey, I want you to name two structures that hold water. Hmm. And I okay. thought about it, and then I was like, "Well, damn." And that's this week's <laughs> weekly dad joke. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Scott. Yeah, I like that one. That one was. I do uh, too. That one really genuinely popped me and made me laugh when I read it. <laughs> Some of these I'm like, ah, it's painful. And then there's other ones that I'm like, that's hilarious. And those are usually the ones I try to screenshot and send you <laughs> uh, copies of. So, I would say 50% of our. our- correspondence via text and uh you know facebook messenger are just dad jokes back and forth yeah funny it's dad jokes are like pictures of whiskey which is that one and then mm-hmm. tom brady news <laughs> and then a tom brady meme and then a dad joke and then a dad yep. joke and so, so you're not wrong there's there's lots of dad jokes that uh, 
that happened there. So, man, tell everyone uh, kind of what we have on tap for them for episode 83. Sure, yeah. If you haven't already figured it out by the the title of the episode, <laughs> we're right. going to give you a little little tour of uh, Make Your Mark Design. Um, everybody else has gone home. It's, um, you know, Monday evening, and um, we're just going to kind of take you around all of the different areas, the different departments. Even You're going to even see the kitchen. So... Um, brace That's yourselves right. um yep. <laughs> but we're just going to kind of give you that little tour show you what a production shop looks like i will just say you know and i probably say this a lot during the episode or i will <laughs> say this a lot during the episode i'm sorry it's just messy like we have a lot of boxes all over the place and um we are kind of in the process of uh, reorganizing some stuff, possibly getting rid of some different, you know, a particular department that'll give us some ro more room. And we just don't have a lot of room here and we're kind of on top of each other, um, for what we're trying to do and the volume that we're trying to do. And so, um, there are definitely some better ways to organize your print on demand fulfillment facility. <laughs> I guarantee there, there would be a different way I would do it if I was setting everything up again in a little bit larger space, but uh, we are where we are and we're kind of locked in, uh, in, in some ways to the way we're doing things, but sure. you'll get a little peek behind the scenes um, and see that, you know, mm -hmm. we have not been lying to you for 82 episodes. We actually do <laughs> do this stuff and uh, it's for real. <laughs> what you don't know is we just rent out this space from the actual owner. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> record. <laughs> I will say, um, uh, hopefully, uh, well, first of all, let me say this. This is a YouTube-friendly episode. Um, right. We're taking you on a guided video tour. So if you're listening on audio, um, as always, we appreciate it. And we would just encourage you, if you are if you have Spotify, watch on Spotify. Video is there. If you have uh, YouTube, uh, if, you have, if you find us on YouTube, you can watch. Uh, us there as well. Um, so, mm -hmm. and uh, advanced apologies for uh, production quality or like thereof. This was a very <laughs> last minute idea that we had. Like, oh, this would be really cool. We should do it. How are we going to do it? And so, I literally carried my laptop with me. Travis is holding the mic that I'm talking to right now. I put the webcam on this little thing, and this was what I was doing as I was pointing it at him while he was talking, <laughs> trying to make sure it was level. So, uh, you know, there might be some moments where you feel like it's the uh, last 40 minutes of the Titanic and you're wondering when the ship's finally going to sink because it's rocking in the ocean. And for that, I apologize. But um, hopefully we can do more stuff like this uh, in, in the future with better equipment, hopefully. So um, you'll hear it in the main event a couple of times. But, you know, if you want to support the show, let, let us know paypal venmo link buy a shirt something uh we do actually have a merch store uh that is still available print on a mancast.com slash shop but that link doesn't work so why i threw it up there i don't know i just realized that i need to remake that bumper but the coolest thing about this whole thing this overlay as you can see the shirts here uh some pro podcast professionals and print on demand multiverse shirts and stuff like that but um you know we, of course, like Travis and I always say, we do this stuff as a passion project. It's a hobby. Um, and so, mm -hmm. you know, the easiest way, of course, to support the show is just by listening and spreading the word. But if you want to help us monetarily support the show and reinvest in equipment and all that kind of stuff, um, we are always greatly appreciative of that as well. So with that being said, without further ado, we are going to go 
to this week's main event. It's about time for the thing you've been waiting for, the main event. Hey everybody, welcome to the Print on a Man cast. We're trying something new uh, that we don't necessarily have the equipment to do, <laughs> but uh, the spirit moved us. And so we're going to try and do this uh, the best we can for this week's main event, uh, a tour of Make Your Mark Design. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So let's just jump right into it. We'll start yeah. with the uh, sublimation area we're standing yeah, in right let's now. let's do it. Uh, so we got a lot of equipment we're going to kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm the microphone. I'm the boom guy. Um, so front door, that's what it looks like. Um, so if you ever wondered, well, now you know. That's what a glass door looks like. Uh, so anyway, um, right over here is where we print all the labels for all of our different um, departments. We've got a couple Rolo printers. Uh, then I have another Rolo in my office if I need to quick, uh, like print a quick label or whatever. Um, but this is kind of packing. This is... I guess this is the packing area during the non-busy times of the year. So we can have somebody packing here and we can have somebody packing here if we need to. Um, it really just depends on what we need. Got our bubble wrap. Um, usually we have, we have some bubble wrap hanging over there and they, uh, depending on what they're packing, they have maybe different lengths of bubble wrap. They're going to end up in boxes like this if they're first class. Um, got some priority boxes. These are free, by the way. So if you are shipping things, um, you can save yourself a little bit of money by using their priority boxes. Some of our FBA shipments will use like stickers like this. I don't know if they help, <laughs> but we put them on anyway because it makes us feel uh, a little better. Um, so that's kind of the packing area. Now you will see a lot of boxes in a lot of the areas. This is really, um, we overbought for Q4. And then we got rid of our storage unit and had to bring a bunch of our stuff back in. And then we also um, acquired another business who had a whole bunch of stock that we also had to bring in. So we're literally bursting at the seams as far as storage. But this is kind of the, you can't really see it that much because it's kind of behind these rolling carts over here. But a lot of this is like uh, some of our products that um, our sub tech will pull each day. Um, we have pallets of 11 and 15 ounce mugs because that's the thing we sell the most but as far as like you know shot glasses and latte mugs and colored handled mugs and things like that water bottles they're kind of in this little area and then obviously this is kind of the drying slash packing area so you can see some of our uh, designs there and then we um, when they're ready to ship we put the label in them and then someone will pack them tomorrow and then we've got a little fan here that blows on them to keep them cool um, just so they don't burn your hand uh, when you take them out of these, which are the mug presses that we currently use. Um, got a whole bunch of them. They can be, they're very adjustable. So you can, you know, cook an 11 ounce or a 15 ounce, or you can do a water bottle in them. You can do a lot of different things, um, you know, with the different mug presses. And so then you can see a bunch of, all of these are, this is kind of our area where a lot of our returns from different channels have come back into um, make your mark design, you know, someone doesn't like it, they return it. We put it up here and then our, um, tech will check against the orders and see if one of these has sold. And so she doesn't have to remake the mug. She just pulls it off the wall and puts it in a box. Um, so I'll stop here for just a second and kind of show you. So like, here's an 11 ounce mug. Um, we have many, many, many different, um, boxes of these. And then this is a 15 ounce mug. So, the, so 
our tech will take these. These are basically printed transfers that she prints from back around the corner over here. We have two different printers depending on what we're printing. We have one that can print wider, so we do some. Um, I don't have any of our wall art uh, right now, but so if we need to print a large piece. Uh, we did those mats that we talked about on the podcast last week. We printed those on the large roll, so we just had one large roll. But when we're doing mugs, um, we print them on the sawgrass because they're a lot smaller. The ink's a little more, but um, it's so convenient to have these because you literally can just wrap this around the mug like that, and then you use this heat tape to just secure it to the mug, and that's it. Then you bring it over here, put it in. Uh, these will be set for a certain time and temp that you know we've tested and make sure that works. When it beeps, take it out, and then they'll set it here, peel it here, or they'll take it over to that cooling station that I talked to you about. I'll put it on a cart, roll them all over there, and that's where whoever's packing can come and grab them and bring them to the packing area. Um, it's not the most efficient, but again, we're really dealing with space issues. These are sublimatable patches, so same concept, except you're gonna use a flat press. Got a flat press over here that used to be back in the other area. Um, so you can literally create, you know, basically build a huge sheet of circular patches and then tape them all onto that. Put them here, boom. You know, however long it takes, time and temp, uh, dependent on the product. But uh, we can make a whole thing of patches. We can make that's where we be metal wall art. Um, also back here you see, this was um, how Make the Mark design, how you can, or how uh, Buffer Apparel did. Yeah mugs. Um, I used to do it like this, literally in a convection oven. Now you do, if you're going to do it, you need convection. So make sure, um, I, I messed up my duties as the boom guy, but uh, make sure you use a convection oven that has the airflow in it or your um, mugs won't, they won't sublimate properly. Some areas will get hotter than the other, but with that airflow, it'll keep it even. So here's, this is a, a wrap. So it's the same concept. You put that transfer around um, the mug and then you use this wrap that that applies the pressure that those um, heat presses or those uh, clamshell presses would provide. This provides that pressure. Um, and then of course the oven with the airflow provides the heat. It takes a little longer in these uh, average two to, or I'm sorry, 12 to 13 minutes, but you can do like six at a time of 11 ounce. And we only ever did four at a time on the 15 ounce. Um, but you, that's why you have multiple um, convection ovens. Pop them out. They're very hot. Hot. You got to have uh, <laughs> water or, or gloves at least to take them out. Um, you can dunk them in water um, right after to kind of cool them down. Um, you can also just let them air dry. It just takes it takes about one more. Like if you have a rack ready to go in when you pull one out, by the time the second rack is done, usually you can handle those to take off. The mug wraps and be done with the ones that came out first and then you're waiting on the second rack while you're maybe packaging those or doing whatever or, or wrapping more to go into the oven so there's a couple different ways we we got these from what for apparel we haven't put them in use yet but maybe maybe we'll do that um, this one we just use for water bottles it's it's tighter so like you can see right here this is a custom water bottle that somebody bought um, these come in white and silver um, you know, so that's basically what this one's for. It's just another space that she can kind of wrap all of the water bottles and just do them all in one press. And then everything else, travel mugs, um, regular mugs, all the other things, even the latte and the, um, 
uh, shot glasses have different elements that you can remove the larger element and put a smaller element that has a taper on it in those other ones. So, uh, Josiah, what do you think? Um, what am I missing? I miss anything in this room? Uh, no, I don't think we've missed anything. But there, I mean, this room is probably one of the most busiest, yeah. I think, next to DTG yeah. um, in this space. Yeah. So, because if we're not doing regular orders, we're probably doing FBA. Right. You know, so we're sending our mugs and other people's mugs into Amazon. So this. We do. We, we run through a lot of mugs, yeah. Um, particularly mugs, but we also do some other products. But it's mainly, it's made, mainly 11 and 15 ounce mugs that we're either boxing for FBA or we're boxing individually to send right. customers. Right. Yep. So I think is that do it for the, the sub room. We right. can show them the. Let's show them the printer. Oh yeah, let's do that. Also, if you're watching this and or listening and you're like, man, they need more production equipment. Donations accepted or put a Venmo up for something. <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, you can't quite see it, but this is uh, this this is the Sawgrass. That's an S400. It's been replaced by an S500. They also uh, we used to, in Longmont we had uh, the S800, SG800, again replaced by the SG1000. Um, just a little bit bigger. You could do wider format stuff, but because we have this um, 5700 or 5, uh, 570, the F570. Um, you can see how wide it prints. This right now, it's just got these loaded in, but it can handle a whole roll. That's, I believe, 22 wide. I think is the well. It's this wide, however wide that is. So use your imagination. Uh, <laughs> but she'll she'll print all the stuff here, um, and then kind of distribute it to where it needs to go as far as um, if it's a mug or if it's a wall art or a patch or whatever it is that's kind of that's kind of the process so um coming out of the subroom um and these aren't really super fast you, you guys all know what a bathroom looks like so there's two bathrooms in this hall then this is you also probably know what boxes look like so <laughs> this is our box room have a bunch of different sizes size boxes and all kinds of everything from priority to regular size boxes. And then over here is a bunch of uh, poly bags, different poly mailers um, and larger boxes to ship our FBA in uh, tape. Just basically this is kind of the supplies room. So nothing too fancy in here. Just um, wanted to show you that. Then we've got a couple bathrooms here. And then uh, over here is a beautiful break room that has other things in it. So, um, and then, oh, we should show them our uh, oh, yeah. NCAA um, brackets that we, <laughs> that are all busted. Yeah, there's a couple of us that are pretty, pretty much toast. And then um, we inherited this from Uncle Mike, but that other shirt idea, just people can kind of ride on that. Whenever they want, and might be some infringement there, but somebody yeah, had the idea. That is pretty, pretty neat. Um, yeah, so that's what a kitchen break, <laughs> break room looks like. Yes, kitchen break room. Yeah. So okay. So moving on, we're gonna go from this area, and we're gonna move to the laser and UV area again. Please pardon our mess. Uh, we have one machine that's down in here. You'll see it immediately. First of all, these are, um, we inherited these from Uncle Mike. We use these a lot more in Q4. 
um, we'll, we'll use almost all of these just to fill up with products that are going out every day and we'll roll them back into the, you know, by the roll up in the back. Right now we just, we stack them here um, and we, I think we have two that we're actually using right now. One's yeah. for recycling and one's for up in the subroom that we roll back. Um, but they're really nice and they do fit through these doors. Um, it's really nice to not have to bring every freaking bag all the way back. Um, and here is our, um, <laughs> this is kind of funny. This is uh, where we have our um, compressor with our incredible sound, uh, soundproofing, soundproofing technology. technology. Um, but it really did do the trick. When we first got in here and we were like, this, I don't know if you can see the floors, but it's, it's got, you know, linoleum square floor flooring in here. And I'm thinking, man, we put a compressor in here and it's just going to blow somebody's eardrums out. Um, and you do need compressor to, to run a laser um, because it pushes the air and it, and it sucks the exhaust because the exhaust from a laser is actually like creosote. So think about what's going up your chimney. Um, and so you have to exhaust that. So you can see here, um, that's what these are. These are the exhausts that are going from the two helixes. Um, these are both 60 watt helixes. This first one, you can see it's got um, the uh, attachment that allows it to do, uh, it's a rotary, basically. It's a, um, it, it allows it to do cylindrical objects. And this one just has, you know, the traditional, um, it's the waffle uh, thing. What is it called? The waffle, I don't know. It's a waffle print, not print. Great thing, yeah. And then we've got some la uh, leatherette in there that we use, um, you know, and you can see like here's, here's something that we've done. Um, we've cut out patches from this leatherette and we'll use it again. Uh, we have a template and then when we do the template, we'll just start here and put the, you know, the other ones that we want to cut along the, the way like that. They look, I mean, there's some leather patches. Yeah, there's a bunch of leather patches, um, you know, just different things. Some of these are like, that's an oops. No, that's not an oops. That's fine. It's got a little bit of creosote on it. Um, this is some, uh, from an order that we just finished and handed off today. I was really hoping that they wouldn't, these were test mugs that has that same design um, that are really cool, but we were just going to town testing different uh, things on those. Um, water bottles, leatherette tumblers, all of these things can kind of be done with, these are, this is kind of our test laser area. Um, and then tons and tons of boxes. This is the machine. This is a UV machine. This one is the one that is um, broken. <laughs> and we've had a lot of issues with this particular machine. Uh, we had a tech out last week. He's probably gonna come out late this week or early next week to hopefully finish getting this thing back into order. The one behind it does work and it'll cycle every once in a while. Um, it's on, I think it cycles every half hour or something, just so the inks don't coagulate. But we do, um, we do all of our signs. Um, I don't have any of the signs in here. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, this is kind of what we do them on. This is just literally a piece of 12 by 12 melamine that we'll then, I'll show you a, uh, um, a frame over here, but we'll do that. We've got a six by six piece. And then I think under here, yeah, these are the 17 by 14 pieces. And literally, um, you can do really gorgeous stuff on this from photographic quality images to just really cool text. Um, and then a um, couple, you know, nail guns that we hook up to our compressor to attach the frames to it. And then um, over here, I think we have we have the frames along with. Uh, yeah, this one's a, a one we had to. We had to change it, so, but the frames are just in here. You can see how that's, um, this is the bottom piece. 
that we um, eventually adhere to uh, to the bottom and then uh, you got your nice 12 by 12 and it's very I was thinking about this the other day um, it's very Etsy-ish because and it's also it like Instagram kind of brought into the forefront square photos like they kind of pioneered that and and that 12 by 12 sells and we also have a 6 by 6 those sell amazing um, and I think it's because of people are used to seeing that and they yeah that format so it's a real kind of normal normal thing um and then our hat press that we use we have we have a hat press in here uh because we do the laser patches and then we'll adhere laser patches to the hats right here um i don't know anything else what do you think um, this is I, this is the room that excites me probably the most because there's so much you can do in here oh, no. with laser and with the, the uv this is the room that i think there's a lot of untapped potential in um but it, it's awesome the stuff that comes out of here all right we'll move on to another area in just a second all right so um this is the little teeny tiny embroidery room <laughs> that we have we have uh, two melco 16 uh single head 16 thread uh, machines they're emt 16s and uh this is where we do embroidery <laughs> so everything from um hats uh there's Gosh, I don't know. I guess I have some, I have some beanies here uh, that we we're preparing these for FBA uh, for a client. Um, and then uh, this is a local order that um, we've got going on for Audi Denver. Um, she, so we do polos and then bowling some shirts. bowling shirts that I'm not sure. I don't think she's started on these quite yet. Yeah, doing those tomorrow. yeah so those are those are some products that some customers brought in. And then of course you know, these are just hats that. Um, she finished after the post office came today, and so these will go out tomorrow. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we can do a lot of cool things. This is just a, a, a cool little blanket that she in, in, embroidered welcome on. Um, we're going to be doing some, um, some different techniques with this, uh, with embroidery. We're going to do some puff embroidery. We've done it. Um, but Melody is really our, our DTG, or I'm sorry, our embroidery tech has really kind of gone through what needs to be done to do that because you need to use more stitching. Or, I mean, it needs more stitches, so it needs to be digitized in a little bit different way, the art. Um, and so she's been focusing on that and learning that so we can kind of provide that as an option. And then um, the other thing that she's been working on and uh, we're excited to, to offer is um, applique. Um, we have a client that does some uh, applique that they purchase at a, at a vendor and then they're going to send it to us and then when, you know, in, in different formats and then when an order comes in, we will get the garments and uh, perform the applique. It's basically just think of the back of a um, athlete's jersey, um, that kind of satin stitch that goes around the numbers. Yeah. That's what applique is. And so we're able to do that with, with these machines. Um, this is just backing that has to go because the, the embroidery, um, you want it to hold on to something. <laughs> you don't want it to just be holding on to just the garment itself. So you have this backing that goes behind it. That's why if you ever, if you have a hat right now that's embroidered, go look at it and you'll see kind of white stuff. And that's what this is. It's just something additional for the thread to hold on to. Um, when it goes through. So uh, as you can tell on these machines, there's a lot to go wrong. And we've talked about it a lot and talked about how poor Josiah was driven to drink 
Um, because every time one of these little things, you know, breaks, you've got to take, you've got to thread this through 17 different holes and then down through the needle. And, uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I am just very thankful for my embroidery technician. She's amazing. She's very talented and very, um, she's very good at what she does. So very thankful for her. Um, but that's, that's embroidery. Um, oh, these are the hoops. So down here, these are just a few. These are our um, magnetic hoops. And so it, you, the hoop basically keeps the product flat. And I'll, I'll just kind of show, these are cool. These are, these make it a lot harder to screw up. Um, and I'm gonna show my ignorance here, but basically the, it even says pinch hazard. So I'm, I don't feel like I'm qualified um, to really, there's a warning. Um, but basically this piece, these two pieces separate and there's a high pressure magnet in there. So when you get that, when you get the, the shirt laid over, like you're doing a polo or whatever, you put this on there and it stretches the fabric, but not too much to where it'll distort. Um, and it keeps it, then you insert this into the machine and then it holds it because basically um, this machine is just gonna move that thing wherever these needles are. And so right. the needle just does this and then this moves. This is a hat hoop, a little bit different. Um, but same concept, it's gonna lock onto here and hold the hold the hat in the specific yeah. way, the way it needs to be held. This is where oh. they mount the hat. Yep. And so this outer ring that you see here is what holds the hat in place, and then they've mounted onto that particular. That would be on right the machine, there. and right. then they would take that mount and lock it onto that. Yep. Lock it on, and then it's ready to run. Yep. I love that all of the people that are listening on audio have no idea what you're talking about right now. Yeah, this is certainly a, uh, a video heavy, like you're going to want to watch Spotify or the YouTube. Right. Because um, if you're listening to this, you're, you're wondering what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> so, our apologies. Oh, hi Josiah. How hey. are you? Good, good job. What, what you doing up there? Oh, just doing some work up here. Let me come down and I'll show you around our DTG area. All right. <laughs> so we were uh, just kidding a little bit, but uh, these actually are really tall shelves <laughs> and we have a lot of product on them. Um, so we have kind of, they're, they're kind of uh, organized in specific things. We have a little, uh, you know, unisex shirts this way, premium shirts this way, blah, blah, blah. Little arrows on what each of these things are. Uh, but they wrap around over to here. And then, like I was telling you, we overbought for Q4. And so we have tons of boxes of, uh, although this is empty, so that's a good sign. Um, we're going to be reordering that particular size. Uh, but yeah, so we have a lot of uh, like women's black um, shirts and different sizes, a lot of black, a lot of black, <laughs> because that's what we bought a lot of, because that's what we sell a lot of. Um, just a lot of hoodies and things like that. And then in the middle here is kind of like some of the other styles that we um, don't use quite as much. Um, and so, but we do need to stock a few of them. And then what we have here, if you can show them this, Josiah, this is a, this is what we refer to as a Kaban card. Um, if you're familiar with uh, lean manufacturing, kind of Six Sigma stuff, what we do is we put that here. And then when the DTG operator gets here, and they pull that final shirt, they pull this Kaban card as well. And then they take this and put it into 
um, an ordering queue that then our the order order can scan these different QR codes and it'll pull up the ordering page so they can then enter in uh, you know hey I need another case of these or I need another five and it tells them where to place the item so the placement goes two above that's why it was here um, and then it says order two of these and Q4 order four of these so it's just kind of you know this is our first our first um, first try at this to see if this would help and it's helped some I mean, there, it's probably helped more than if we didn't have it, but there are some things that we need to probably tweak, perhaps some of our Q4 uh, estimates, and then some things do sell faster than others, and so maybe we need to move the placement to where we need to reorder when it's at four on some products instead of two. So, uh, but it gives us, a, it gives us a, a quick and easy way to order things. Um, so as we move along, um, Again, all, like all of this is old, old t-shirt that we need to donate, um, things that we have plans to donate. We were going to try to sell it, but um, it's really hard to sell lots of old clothes. or not old, but just blanks because people don't, they want to buy what they need. They don't want to buy to store. And so we're probably just going to donate this. It came when I bought it from Uncle Mike. Um, so I still have all that stuff. This is where we do vinyl, which this whole area, we're probably going to get rid of vinyl. We only have one client that does it. And we're going to probably transition them to DTG. And what that'll do is it'll free up this wall to where we can put all of these shelves. We, we bought a bunch of these from What For Apparel. Um, and so we'll be able to have more of these, which are really nice. Um, we're thinking about using them for individual clients say one client has a special product that only they fulfill well maybe these three baskets are for client b or you know client a and these are for client b or whatever and then we can use that um, to always know where that client's specific things are or we can if they send us something, you know, like uh, we had a client that sent us a bunch of hats that you guys had, we could put all those hats in here. And then when they ordered, they're just, yeah, we're just pulling from the same place. Um, so again, pardon the mess. It's very messy. Um, we have a couple extra heat presses because we've been moving some things around and we got an extra heat press from what for apparel. Um, this is our overhead door. Um, this is where we keep our mugs over here. So that's the 11 ounce we're waiting on. We're gonna get another pallet of that very soon. And then this on the right is the 15 ounce. This is the melamine for uh, the signs. And then I've got the uh, table saw. I, I cut the melamine. We have another guy that does our frames for us, but um, I still have all 10 fingers, so we're good there. Um, but this is kind of a catch-all right now. We have a lot of these that um, are moving back and forth and you know, we use to pull things and um, it's, it's not super easy. Uh, because we have so many boxes. Those, those are all hoodies right there that you see stacked up. Um, and uh, we're trying to go through them, but now we're coming into summer, so it looks like we're going to... Yeah, might might take a while. Um, okay, so over here, DTG area, uh, you see the two F-37s over there. Um, they have been really running like champs. Um, we've had a little little problem with the new one. I think it just misses its old home. <laughs> But um, it'll, it'll, it's just been a little finicky. It's like giving us fits, but it still is printed. There's been a few days that we've been able to just run both of them um, nonstop, pretty much. Um, and then we've got the, um, the big Aqueous 56-inch uh, wide belt. And you can see this belt is just massive. And it's perfect for having these two. When these two are running, 
you know, they're just cruising. And then they just drop into this little basket here and then take them over to the table to, uh, to pack them. Um, got our two pre-treat machines here. Um, right now we're only using this one because we only have one tech. When we have two techs, we, we, we may have just one, one pre-treating and we'd really need three techs to justify using both pre-treat machines, I would think, because you need one tech to just keep up with these two machines and then the other tech could just be pre-treating, pulling and pre-treating. Um, so it depends, like in Q4, definitely we'll, we'll have somebody pulling, somebody pre-treating and somebody printing. Um, it won't, and maybe even multiple shifts of that. It just kind of depends. Um, but yeah, I, I would be totally fine getting rid of this guy. It's, it's big, it's bulky. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't take up a lot of like square feet from the floor, but I can't do anything with this space. You know, if this was just here and that was shelving, it'd be different, but you don't necessarily want to have shelving right underneath where you have pre-treat cause it's all going to get nasty. Yeah. So, uh, what else, Josiah, what do you think? Over here in this corner, here's where we keep all of the. There's a bunch of different platens over there. Mm -hmm. um, there's a tuck lock platen that's there. There's some inks that are over there. So it's kind of where we keep all of the maintenance stuff for the two 3070s. So if you have to have an ink replacement or you know anything of that sort. That's where all the head cleaning kits are in that massive box, <laughs> which coming huge. from a 2100 when it's like literally like this big, and then the 3070 is like four times the size. That was alarming mm -hmm. when I first saw it. But yeah, I, I would say this is probably, I said sublimation was maybe our most busy next to DTG. It's yeah. definitely, they're pretty neck and neck right now. So, but uh, yeah. It's a good space, and 30, having two 3070s is crazy. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it is. It's going to make you four so much better. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see the throughput yeah. that we get during Q4 when we really got this thing optimized. And, yep. you know, somebody's pulling, somebody's pre-treating, somebody's printing. We're yep. going to be getting just a crap ton of shirts done. Yep. Should we uh, show them the offices now? wrap this up yeah we can all right so um this is my desk or my desk my office uh <laughs> there's just crap everywhere yeah so these are some things that we just got from a client we're going to try these are the door what the extra doormat that we had from last week well, usually what will happen is a local order will get finished and they'll just kind of drop it in here since i <laughs> have yeah. more space than most but um yeah, so this is where the magic happens. Little whiteboard you've seen. Um, a few extra little products and things like that over there in the corner. Um, and then an extra station for somebody to sit at if, you know, um, you actually sat here, I think, a couple yeah. times. I think Mike, Uncle Mike sat here. Aunt Jackie has sat here. Um, it's just an extra space for someone to sit uh, as needed. So that's that office. And then this one is pretty messy. <laughs> Um, this is the bullpen. Yeah. So Tate, uh, production manager. And then, so all of this stuff is like samples. All of this stuff in the corner is things that we inherited from uncle Mike that were like testable. And we've tested a lot of the stuff. Um, but we just haven't given it the time to go through it and, you know, really decide what to toss and what to, yeah. you know, keep for that. Um, 
Your desk? Yeah, you see those dope monitors. Yeah, that's that's how he rolls. And then Amy has a laptop. So he's got like these massive monitors. Amy's on a 13-inch laptop she takes home every night. Yeah, Amy's literally on this. Yes. Ooh, that's Inception. That's not what she works on. Yeah, and then we've got all these different things around, um, you know, the office that are goals and strategies and um, part of what we're doing right now is um, going through those and creating str- uh, kind of to-dos from those different strategies. We had a meeting mor- morning meeting today, uh, specifically talking about sales and onboarding and things like that. Got another one later this week with marketing, and then um, then we're meeting with each of our techs to um, kind of support that. And there's just a lot of moving pieces when you have, um, you know, we have multiple companies kind of under one roof. We have our business and our fulfillment and then we have our customers fulfillment then we have deco and then we have local and all of those kind of require different levels of handholding for the clients um so there's a lot to you know uh processes and and getting all those strategies down but i think that's it yeah uh, what else do you think josiah official tour of Make Your Mark Design, and so uh, you're all very welcome for the <laughs> inevitable motion sickness that you may have experienced, but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it and can kind of see where we record the podcast, where we work every day. It's a little more behind the scenes, let you guys know yeah. what we're working with, and if you have any questions, let us know, and uh, Fiona, if you've seen something that you like and you buy it, don't blame us. Uh, <laughs> But uh, other than that, I think I think that's it. I think we're good. And uh, maybe yeah. we'll throw to the outro now. Or should we do the outro? We should now. just do the outro now. Oh, yeah, do the outro now. I'm gonna put yeah. my laptop down. Feeling back in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll hold the mic for you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's very official. <laughs> I feel like I'm. Should I do it up like a, like an actual boom? Yeah. Okay. No. All right, well, guys, thank you guys so much for listening, as always. This is kind of an out-of-the-box episode, a little avant-garde a little bit. If you're listening, again, you're like, I don't know what in the world is happening. They're talking about a lot of stuff, and I'm driving my car. When you're stationary and not moving, watch the video on YouTube or on Spotify. See what we're working with here. See what we showed you. Please don't watch while you're driving. We don't want that to be uh, an accident-causing thing. But thank you for tuning in, and nonetheless... If you guys have any questions, as always, the Facebook group is where you go. Facebook.com slash group slash Cast. I swear to God, one day those links will be more clean. Promise. We'll have a place for you to actually go that's a little more concise. Uh, but the Facebook group is where you join the conversation, join the family, join the chat. Let us know if you have any questions. That's a good way to reach out to Travis and I. Uh, we just threw a post up there uh, today asking for some questions from you guys because mm-hmm. we're going to do another kind of listener mailbag episode, which we really enjoy doing. Uh, it's always a lot of fun to hear from you guys to interact in that way. So let us know if you have any of those. Uh, and then Instagram. We're there on Instagram as well. Instagram.com slash printonamancast. You can find us there. YouTube.com slash printonamancast. Uh, this is going to be, I can't stress it enough, a very YouTube-friendly episode. So <laughs> avail yourself of that. 
Um, if you don't do social media, we understand you can actually email us at info at make your mark design and we dot design. Like, reach out to us there if you want to, if you have any other questions. Uh, and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, leave us a five-star review and let us know how badly you wish you could have seen the things that we described to you in this episode uh, or if our, our detail uh, was enough for you. If you're listening on Spotify, you can leave us a review there as well. We're always very appreciative and very, very thankful. Travis, anything else before we wrap up this tour? I'm just, you know, sorry that our... Like, we chose to do this when, like, our shop is kind of really messy. It's just yeah. dirty. It's very cluttered, and um, I'm not super, but you, <laughs> you know, proud of, of but it, it was, right now. It was, uh, you but it's real. It's, yeah, it's used. It's, it's, it's a, used. It's lived in. It is. Right? It is lived uh, in. So thank you guys so much. Until next week for Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you right here next week on The Print On Demand Cast. See ya. Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day, every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the Print On Demand Cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.